anybody just said this or not, but uh, somebody, not me, forgot to put water in the tub tonight, and so that means the water did not get heated, so the water is cold. Thank you, Jake. It's exciting anyway, cold or not, uh, to be able to baptize five teenagers tonight. Five teenagers that have made Jesus Lord of their life. That's amazing change in their life. Baptism is a symbol of what God has done in their life. We're buried with Jesus in baptism and we're raised to walk in new life. So tonight we're going to baptize five people. We're going to start with Willow Green. And you'll have to be patient because it's cold. started uh, coming on, on Wednesday nights, part of our youth program, and she came up one night um, after a message and, and said, uh, said, I need to be saved. And so that night she gave her life to the Lord and uh, hopefully won't ever be looking back. So, Willow, do you believe that Jesus lived, died for your sins, and rose again? Yes. Have you made Jesus Lord of your life? So on that profession of faith, in Jesus' name, I baptize you, my sister, in the name of Father and Son and Holy Ghost. Buried with him in baptism. Raised to walk in new life. Next, we have uh, Kyle Walters. Kyle says cold water is no problem. So some of us call Kyle Private Kyle because he's actually uh, a member of our arm, the Army, right? The Army. So we call him Private Kyle. I called him Sergeant Kyle one day. He corrected me. Uh, Kyle was saved in fields of faith. And uh, after, after the invitation there, he came and, and, and talked with me and, uh, and gave his life to the Lord. We're very excited about that. Kyle. Do you believe that Jesus lived, died for your sins, and rose again? Yes. Have you made Jesus Lord of your life? Yes. So on that profession of faith, in Jesus' name I baptize you, my brother, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Buried with him in baptism. Raised to walk a new life. Next we have Summer Wilson. Yes, Summer also has been coming on Wednesday nights. And the same night that Willow came forward, Summer also came forward and gave her life to Christ. So Willow, uh, Willow Summer, <laughs> do you believe that Jesus lived, died for your sins, and rose again? Have you made Jesus Lord of your life? Yes. So on that profession of faith, in Jesus' name, I baptize you, my sister, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Buried with him in baptism. Raised to walk in new life.
Next we have Jonathan Russell. Jonathan came also at Fields of Faith. He's been coming on Wednesdays. He's told me, he's, he said to me a few times, I'm ready to turn my life around. And finally, he learned he can't do that on his own, and he gave his life to Christ. Jonathan, very cold. Okay. Do you believe that Jesus lived, died for your sins, and rose again? Yes. Have you made Jesus Lord of your life? Yes. So on that profession of faith, in Jesus' name, I baptize you, my brother, in the name of the Father, and Son, and Holy Ghost. Buried with him in baptism. Raise the walk in new life. Next we have Cecil Green. Last but not least. Cecil has been part of our youth ministry for several years. Well, at least two. Yeah, that's several. Come on, man. Uh, and so we've, we've always enjoyed his company, and, and uh, he came to know Christ. Sometimes it takes a few weeks. Sometimes it takes a year. But he, he found who his Lord was, and he gave his life to Christ. So, Cecil, do you believe that Jesus lived, died for your sins, and rose again? Yes. Have you made Jesus Lord of your life? Yes. So on that profession of faith, in Jesus' name, I baptize you, my brother, in the name of the Father. Son, and Holy Ghost. Buried with him in baptism. Raised to walk in new life. It's exciting and amazing to see the Lord work in the lives of the youth and the children and their families. I want all of you to remember that they are new Christians and learning what it means to follow Christ. And I challenge everyone here to take part in that growth. Take part of that growth and grow with them as they learn to follow Christ and as they worship God. So I, I'm, going to, I'm going to pray. I ask you to pray with me. I'm going to pray for these, these teenagers. Lord God, thank you so much for those that have been saved, Lord, thank you that we can baptize them. Lord, thank you that they have become new creations. Lord, I pray that you will be with them and guide them and keep the enemy at bay. Lord, I pray that they are uh, never at a loss when they need someone to talk to, someone to learn from, and someone to be their mentor. Lord, I pray that they can find that in this church, in your church. And I pray this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you. 
to sing your praises, to dig into your word. As Brother Jake comes up, just give him wisdom. Let us be attentive. Let our hearts break for you and know that you are the way, the truth, and the life, and that you are the key to salvation. In your name we pray. Amen.
know Jesus, something changes. And this is what Jesus does in people's hearts and in people's lives. Every time when a sinner comes to him, he makes them new. That doesn't mean they go from being imperfect to perfect overnight. And that doesn't mean they go from knowing nothing about God to everything about God. What it means is something has changed. A transformation has taken place deep within that person. And so on the outside, as far as who they are as a person, they may look the same. They still have the same name, the same hair color. Unless Did Cecil's hair change when you came out of the water? It's good. It's still red. You're good. Yeah. So they look the same on the outside, but there's something different on the inside. The Apostle Paul wrote in the Bible these words, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. The old things have passed away, and behold, the new things have come. Now all these things are from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. This big word reconciliation means to take two things that are at odds with each other and to bring them back to peace. Before a person comes to know Jesus because of the sin that's in their life, they're at odds with God. It's not that God hates people so much, it's that when we sin and disobey Him, there's a separation, there's a gap that occurs. God, instead of hating us and turning His back on us, chose to come to us and to reconcile the relationship. Not turning us away for forever, but sending His Son into the world to live a perfect life, to die on the cross for our sins, to be buried in a tomb, and then three days later to come back to life. And for all of the five teenagers who were baptized behind me tonight, this is exactly what they've shown everybody here as they've gone through baptism. When they came into the water, it was a picture of who they were before they knew Jesus, that their hearts were dirty with sin. But when they went under the water, it was a picture that they've come to know Jesus, that Jesus washed away their sins with His blood. And when they come back up out of the water, it's a symbol of the new life that they have in Christ. That they're no longer an old creature dead in their trespasses and sins. They're a new creature alive in Jesus. But Paul goes on to say, it's not just enough for you to be a new creature. He talks about how he had been given this ministry of reconciliation. He says, therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God were making an appeal through us, we beg you on behalf of Christ to be reconciled to God. Because God made Jesus, who knew no sin, to be sin on our behalf, so that we might become the righteousness of God in Him. So with all five of these teenagers tonight, Willow, where's Willow at? Somewhere around here. There's Willow. All right, and then who was up next? Was it Kyle? Was Jonathan? Jonathan and Kyle? There's, there's Kyle. There's Jonathan. And we had Cecil. Where are you at, Cecil. And then we had Summer. There's Summer. So with all five of those, here's the really amazing thing about tonight. They weren't just showing you what Jesus has done for them. They were preaching to you what Jesus will do for you too. And this is amazing. They didn't have to say a word other than yes with all their heart when Sean asked them those questions. Because they've given their lives to Jesus, Jesus has now given them His righteousness 
And they're able to look at their friends and their family and people they play sports with and play in the band with and hang out with and share with them, Jesus has made me new and he will make you new too. If you'll just give your old life to him, he'll give you a completely new one. He'll change you and he'll transform you from the inside out. And here's how this works. It sounds too good to be true, but, but it's not. Here's how it works. When God sent his son Jesus down to this earth, Jesus was taking our place when he died on the cross. I mean, think about it. If the punishment of sin is death and Jesus lived a perfect life, why was Jesus dying on the cross? It wasn't because of any wrong that he had done or because of any sin that he had committed. It was for the wrong and the sins of the world. The wrong and the sins of the ones who were there crucifying him and mocking him and spitting on him. It was for the sins of all of those who had come to live after he came to this earth. It was for the sins of all those who came to live before he lived on this earth. When Jesus died on the cross, he was taking our place. So when we believe that he died, on our, that he died in our place, when we believe that he took our place on the cross, he becomes our substitute. He took our punishment when he died on the cross. So we don't have to experience hatred or punishment from God or even everlasting hell and destruction. Instead, we can have new life when we experience God's love and we can have eternal joy in heaven. And this is the amazing thing about this substitution. It's not just that Jesus took our place on the cross. It's that when we believe Jesus, we get to take his place and be called a son or a daughter of the Father in heaven. Is that not amazing to you? I mean, it, it is to me. And I think it really is when you stop and think about it. Because Jesus took your place on the cross. When you trust in him, you become a new child. You are reborn. You experience new life. All you have to do is believe Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins and rose again. You just say, Jesus, I want you to be Lord of my life. He'll give you a new life. And he'll forgive you. Let's pray. And then the band will come and close us in a song. Father God, we come to you tonight. And we are so thankful for the opportunity that we've had to see these folks get baptized tonight. Lord, we pray for each of them. We lift up Willow and, and uh, Cecil and Jonathan and Kyle and Summer to you. And we pray that you would be with them as they walk with you every day. Lord, help them to remember that you have made them new. God, that they are now new creatures in Jesus. Lord, I pray that we would be able to help them walk with you. Lord, I pray that if there's someone here tonight who's not experienced being born again, being given this new life in Jesus, God, I pray that you would speak to their hearts. And God, they would come to the point where they want to give their lives to you and they don't just want to give themselves to you, but they, they do it. In faith, they believe that your son Jesus died for their sins and rose again. And they call upon him, trusting in him as Lord to save them from their sins. God, we thank you so much for the way you love us. And for the fact that your son Jesus does indeed make all things new. It's in his name we pray. Amen.